Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Amy Marks-Cores and Chris Ranji tonight on KMOX. In for Kevin Wheeler, final hour of the show for tonight. You can text us, you know. If you have something you want to yell at Amy about, um, just not me. 314-436-7900. That's how you text the show. That's the number to do it. 314-436-7900. You know what? You might as well just uh, put it in your phone and, and and label it KMOX, and then you can text whenever you want to and get mad at somebody. I feel like usually text messages uh, on, on radio, it's, it's usually somebody who's angry. Is it? So, yeah. Usually. Because calls can be informative or helpful. Or not text messages. Not texting, no. Texts yeah. are, are generally just the, just the worst. But some are really good. Some are really... We invite you to send us good texts or bad ones. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just uh, any text. Just anything. 314-436-7900. <laughs> this is like the Jeb Bush, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> Applause. You're not supposed to say that part. Uh, Amy, before the break, before we got into your weirdo uh, mm-hmm. Michael Bolton thing, which I, and I don't, it's just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Not that he's good. He is good. I, yeah. It just, you felt like it was out of left field. It was. I it was like left field. It was like if you had just sat there and said, you know, it was really funny. Buster Keaton. <laughs> like what? Like, See, what are you talking about? It's impressive to me that you went straight to Buster Keaton. Well, an old random. actor from, yeah. you know, like 900 years ago or something. Right, right. Uh, real good physical comedian, that Buster Keaton. So Diane Keaton, the actress, obviously, always reposts Buster Keaton videos. Are they related? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and Michael Keaton, because I thought they were all related, but I think they're not. Just because the last name Keaton? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all Hollywood stars. It would make sense. Did you see Birdman? No, but I know I know all about it. So it was filmed mm-hmm. in, uh, it was supposed to look like just one long take. Yes. It was really good. But they did do it. a lot of very long takes. I think yeah. I listened to an interview with Michael Keaton on NPR, actually. And it was a really interesting way of filming that movie. I mean, it was out there. Yeah. And I, I really did enjoy it. Um, 
I I feel like I need to watch it again just to to get the the gist. I wonder what streaming service it's on. And the reason I'm thinking about this now is we did talk about it during the last hour. There was one bit of MLB news that we Mm -hmm. got today. And by the way, they are still negotiating as far as we know in, in terms of trying to get a CBA done. If miraculously they get some kind of agreement done in the next hour, we'll let you know. Don't think it's going to happen, but we will let you know. At any rate, Apple had one of their unveiling things they do. I guess they do it pretty much every year where mm-hmm. they, they talk about the products that are coming out and the things they're going to be doing. I know a lot of people are going to hate this, and I kind of get it. This season, whenever the season does occur, so maybe we get 162 games, maybe we get five months, maybe we get zero months, Who who knows? On Fridays, there will be a doubleheader that Apple TV Plus has the exclusive rights to show. Mm -hmm. So, two games every Friday, Apple TV Plus, you'll have to be a subscriber. So, if the Cardinals play, and it happens to be an Apple TV game, you're going to have to have Apple TV Plus. It will not be on the MLB package. It will not be on the regional sports network. It won't be on Bally Sports you're going to have to have Apple in order to watch these games. They're going to do it for two games every Friday. And I'm assuming this is for the uh, the time being until it's probably a, a years-long thing. But it just kind of leads us down a path that we already started down a couple of years ago. We've seen Major League Baseball games shown exclusively on Facebook. Hated it. Exclusively on YouTube. Which, if you have YouTube TV already, and that's how I watch TV, that's how I stream, um, I don't have a cable package. And everyone right now is saying, Bally Sports is not on YouTube TV. It's true. It's not. And I was one of those people that I just absolutely refuse to change. I, I've already done it like three times, chasing around RSNs and chasing around certain networks. I'm not doing it anymore. Here's a hack. I think it still works. It worked as of a couple months ago. If you have Spectrum Wi-Fi, but no Spectrum cable, right? You have Wi-Fi only, internet only, I should say. You're internet only for Spectrum. Download the Bally Sports app oh, great. on your phone. No, I'm not even Yeah, kidding. no, you know what you're doing now? What? You're giving out the secret. Everybody knows the secret. Bally's knows it exists. Everybody knows. Download the Bally Sports app, and when it asks you for your cable provider, do Spectrum and type in your internet password, whatever it asks for, because through the Bally's app, they can't discern that you have cable or internet. So if you have Spectrum internet, download the Bally's app, and then pick Spectrum as your cable provider, and you'll be able to watch the Blues games. Well, and uh, up games. until now, you were able to because Amy just <laughs> ruined it for everybody. You just ruined the do secret. It now, and Way to you, go! If you do this now, and then you get the Blues game, this and you're like, watching it. Text us what you're three one four four three six seventy nine hundred and say, "Oh my gosh, Amy, it worked." Do you know what you're doing right now? Like uh, you're you're doing what you know if you go to certain uh you know threads on Reddit, yeah. and you're like, "Hey, here's the free NFL games for the week." Yeah. And you're like, by the way, if you go to this Reddit thread, like you're just giving it out on the air. I think everybody knows, So the NFL knows, goes and uh, maybe, maybe not. But let's let's think about this, okay? Um, HBO Max yep. is 10 bucks a month. Netflix has gone up to 15 I think it's like fifteen fifty now a month. Um, Disney Plus on its own is 8 bucks a month. But if you get like the Hulu, 
Disney ESPN package. I believe that's around fourteen, thirteen ninety nine, somewhere in that range. Um, well, I guess it's the same range. A uh, Hulu on its own is either seven or thirteen a month. I actually didn't know Hulu was with Disney and ESPN. Oh, you did not? No. Yeah, no, it's good. It's okay. it's like that. I I totally get. And now Apple TV, and I forgot how much Apple TV is a month. I know I subscribe to it. But when people started to cut the cord, yep. the entire reason you did this years ago was so you didn't have to pay money. Because it's ridiculous. As, as much. Yes. But now there are too many streaming services. I feel like we're right back to where we started anyway. And especially if you had a cable internet provider, right, where you're yeah. not just direct TV, but you have cable internet. So you have to have the internet anyway. And then you're adding Hulu and Netflix and Disney and YouTube. You can, I mean, you can easily pay more than you were paying for cable. There's no, there's no question about that. Like I haven't actually had a cable package in a very long time, but the only thing that I, I've done is I've been streaming, you know, I, I used YouTube and before that I had a thing called PlayStation View, mm-hmm. which you didn't, you didn't have to have an actual physical PlayStation to use it. You could just have it downloaded on your TV and it was a really good service. I, I actually liked it quite a bit. That went away. Like PlayStation just completely got rid of it. So PS View was gone. I went to YouTube. I really actually like the YouTube interface. I like using the whole thing. But, you know, I mean, everything just totally adds up now. So if you were trying to save yourself from a $150 cable bill, if you subscribe to all these different things, because now if you want Cardinals baseball on that one game or however many games a year end up on the Friday Apple TV thing, That's another thing you have to subscribe to. And I suppose if you don't have it now, you could subscribe just for that month and maybe get that free trial or get that week free, whatever it is, and then unsubscribe again. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. I do think it's a good idea for for Major League Baseball and any sport to find its way on as many platforms as possible. I don't know if it's a good idea to have it on platforms that not everybody is using, though. Yeah, I I feel like the we already have the balkanization of entertainment where if you want this show, it's on this service and this show, it's over here. And everybody was watching The Office on Netflix until NBC said, oh, no, we're going to have Peacock streaming services yes. or whatever. And we're now we're taking The Office off of Netflix and people start claiming their shows back off of these larger providers. So you have all of these ancillary providers, like you said, like Disney, like, well, I want to be able to watch this movie and I have Netflix or I have Hulu and you can't watch it unless you have Disney. That can be irritating, but especially when you're trying to watch sports. I mean, in some ways, I feel like this could drive people back to cable. Younger generations, no. I think younger generations are used to streaming. They're not going to go back to cable, but I don't know. If you have the, especially if you have the MLB package, to me... If you're a devoted enough fan that you're buying the MLB package, you should be able to get all the games. To me, that's kind of bogus that they're pulling those Apple Friday games. Well, and I think in addition to that, it should be that if you pay for the MLB package, and and I actually happen to have MLB.tv because of my uh, phone provider. I use T-Mobile, and if you have T-Mobile... You get that package for free every year. And that that was one of the main reasons, actually, that I I got T-Mobile because... You get that, and I forgot how much it costs. I think it's around one fifty for the season, might mm-hmm. be close to two hundred. I'm not sure. At any rate, 
When you get that for free, it's a huge deal because you can watch all these out-of-market games. You can watch every game, um, you know, every night if you want to, if the Cardinals aren't playing or whoever you want to see. But there are too many blackout restrictions, and it's a thing that people are constantly complaining about, that if you have MLB.TV or if you have the, the, the TV package, if you're in certain areas, you can't watch mm-hmm. whatever you want to. Like, you can't watch a Cardinals game on the package because they want uh, people to go to Bally Sports and watch, which I understand, but why can't you just do the entire Bally Sports feed locally for the MLB.TV package? That way, Bally Sports isn't losing out on the advertising revenue. Right. Well, okay. Well, kind of along those lines, I forgot when they did the Facebook broadcast or the YouTube broadcast, they had unique broadcasters, right? Right. Where did they pull those guys from? Um, well, I can't remember who. I I honestly don't remember now. Um, that's but a great a- question. Apple I don't remember. Apple would pull maybe people from MLB Network. Well, MLB, or? so MLB is going to do the whole production. It mm-hmm. just, it's going to be only on Apple TV Plus. Hmm. So this will be a really fascinating see, thing to see how it works. I think when they do stuff like this, it should be 100% free for people. Do you know where you can listen to the Cardinals games for free with great broadcasters? KMOX. Oh, yeah, KMOX. Apple Fridays. I mean, come on. 11.20 a.m. and? 98.7 FM. That's right. Along the 40 corridor. I've had great luck with 98.7. Me too. Yeah. I don't go too far out west, though. I go really far west. I go to West Wildwood, and I listen to 98.7. Oh, wow. I know. I think between the two rivers, between Mississippi and the Missouri River along 40-ish, that area comes in pretty darn well. I think I was using it. Oh, I know I was using it. I just can't remember. This was a few weeks ago. I was listening to 98.7, 55 going north, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I got kind of out of the area and still was able to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what else you could do? Well, this you You can't get the Cardinals games on the Odyssey app. But you can listen to KMOX. But you can now. Oh, if you're local, you're right. Yes. Yep, yes. you're right. If you're local, because I think um, if you use like your Wi-Fi, every now and then we had some people who said they couldn't get the games, and that was because for whatever reason they weren't, the app didn't know they were local. But if you're local, because I would go on walks in the evening yep. and listen to the Cardinals game on the Odyssey yep. app. That's a thing you can do now. Um, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. You're yeah, right. Pretty nice. Download the Odyssey app. It is free. And if you're in... The area, if you're in the, you know, if you're in the St. Louis area, you have to have your your location services on and allow the Odyssey app to hear it. You can listen to the Cardinals games that way too. It's a beautiful thing. So if you're in the office, there's a day game or something, and you're trying to not pay attention to what you're doing at work, you'd rather listen to the game. You can do that. Download the app. Uh, that's Amy Marks Cores. I'm Chris Ranji. You're listening to KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And for Kevin Wheeler, it's Amy Marks, Coors, and Chris Ranji tonight on KMOX. Good evening to all of you. Um, There is one quick update from the negotiations in Major League Baseball, the Major League Baseball uh, uh, CBA. You're probably tired of hearing about it, and I get it. I'm almost tired of this being a thing. And in fact, I'm very tired of this being a thing. Um, but I would like a, a resolution. And it'd be cool if something happened today. Because if they get something done today, we might have a full 162-game mm. season. And, and at least that was what MLB said. So here is the latest. Uh, what we did report to you about a half hour, 45 minutes ago, was that the two sides are talking. A written proposal was supposed to be taken to the players by the league and Evan Drellick from just a few minutes ago tweets this. MLB's proposed luxury tax thresholds now start at $230 million and run to 242 So what they're saying is in the first year of the CBA, it would be 230 and then each year increase until they get to 242 in year five. Um, but there remain strings attached to the CBT, that's the competitive ballots tax, same as the luxury tax, and other issues players are concerned with in Major League Baseball's offer. Full proposal not immediately known. So that's what we know so far. That's what they have offered. Um, It's a little bit of a movement because the players in year one were asking for 238, but their year five ask, they wanted to increase to a little over $260 million. So they seem to be kind of far apart on that final year, and it doesn't look like there's a lot of movement at least it's better than the 220, 220, 220, and then up to 238 that the um, that the owners offered last week. So there's some movement. It's not a ton, but if there are a bunch of strings attached to this, the players are going to say no to it, and we are going to have games canceled. Just quickly, what were what was the issue with the biggest gap? Because I understand there were some minor concessions made, but that, again, the owners and the players were very, very far apart. What was that biggest gap? Are you talking in terms of the money? Well, I just, when the, when they say that the players and the owners are very far apart, I know there it's, were some areas where they were willing to give and take, but yes, I guess money-wise, what would be the biggest issue? It's mostly this. Okay. It, it's, it's mostly this competitive balance tax because it's been acting as a salary cap when it was instituted this is not the intent the, the, when, when the players agreed to it originally it was not to hold salaries down right. but owners have been using it as a way to not spend too much money on their teams and they say it's for competitive balance so the teams at the bottom can compete the problem is the teams at the bottom are still not trying to compete even though they're getting revenue-sharing money. So this was a bigger deal even than some of the demands that the players wanted for minor league players? Yeah. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm sorry. He's, he's lost it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I just looked at the text line. Okay. All right. You, and you can text the show. It. <laughs> I just happened to glance at it as I was about to talk. Uh, 314-436-7900. I looked at it, and... Uh, 
Here's a text from a, a 314. And it says, really, enjoy, <laughs> really enjoying Amy on the show. Not so sure about Chris from Nat Budjeski. <laughs> Very funny, Matt. That's pretty funny. It wasn't me. <laughs> no, it was Nat Pajeski yeah. or Bodjeski. Yeah. Is he I mean, related? I don't know how you pronounce it. It's not me, but <laughs> if I had to guess, it'd probably be Bajeski. <laughs> what a butthole. <laughs> You're my favorite. Uh, I totally agree, though. I totally agree. Um, okay, so back, What were you asking me? Yeah. So that the, the tax is a bigger deal than the demands for minor leaguers. Because there was some division well, that's, on that as they well. They can't really do anything with the minor leaguers because minor leaguers are not covered by the union. And they're not covered by this uh, I agreement. I feel like an idiot then because why did I think that was part because, of the discussion? Because you're thinking about the younger players, not necessarily the minor leaguers, but the okay. the first year Maybe. to the third year guys. Okay. Who are, are making, I mean, it's good money relative to a lot of other careers yeah. that you can have in the world. But it's not relative to what Major League Baseball brings in. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't tell. I obviously there. I have. I, I'm coming at this from a, you know a Cardinals fan, a fan of baseball, right. but I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not sure that I feel good about it anymore because I really believed all the hype last week. Well, so did I for a minute. I allowed myself for like four hours. Yeah. To feel pretty hopeful, like okay dang, maybe they're going to get this done. But it, even though I saw the other reports and the other tweets that continued to reiterate, hey, despite the fact there's movement, mm-hmm. there's still a big gap between the two sides here, which I should have paid greater attention to, and I didn't. I made the mistake like a lot of other people did. They thought we were going to get, they thought we were going to get like maybe baseball uh, last week, and I, I thought it for a few hours. Yeah. Matt over there is. What's he doing now? Is smiling. It's very distracting. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm Matt, talking to our at your service guest coming up soon. Oh, hey, at okay. your service. Hey, Matt, stop giving us a hard time. You know we're trying to do a show. It's tough enough, Sorry. and you're over there laughing. I know when two people are having a serious conversation, and there's a third guy in the room just creepily hovering around. God, he does, he's he is he, like he's almost. I know he's running the board. I know, but it's almost like he's standing over our shoulder, yeah. breathing on us. Yeah, it's so weird. It's a little creepy. And then he's uh, laughing when no one you're else laughing? is laughing. Yeah, why is he laughing? <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if, how I feel about Matt Pajeski. <laughs> Other than I love him very much. Uh, Amy Marks, Coors, Chris Ranji. Uh, so there is no deal, no baseball deal, but it's not like it hasn't. I don't think it's been rejected yet. We're not hearing that it's rejected. We're hearing that here's the offer MLB has given to the players, and uh, we don't know what the the players think of it, at least not yet. So that's where we are. So Amy and Chris in for Kevin Wheeler. You're listening to Sports Open Line on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Amy Marks, Coors, Chris Ranji in for Kevin Wheeler. Takes two people to make up uh, Kevin Wheeler's, like when he's not here, his production you need two people. It's the we, amplitude. It's the voice. It takes two voices to mimic the loudness what he of does. Kevin Wheeler. Yeah. He's so loud. It's amazing. 
He's so loud. It's a superpower. Um, when I used to work, we, he and I worked at the same place you know, a few years ago, and he would sit in the same seat that I sat in, mm-hmm. and so I would always come in after him. Not like right away. I think there was a there was a gap between the shows. Like the and seat would, wasn't still warm. Right. Yeah. Right. But people, but there were like multiple positions in the studio where you could sit, and so I would just sit where Kevin did. And when I would come in, his headphones cranked up to 10. Really? Oh my god. Like every time I would plug mine in, just like a like a speaker in my face. So he's loud because he can't hear. Yeah. So my brother has this phenomenon. So he is a he's a musician. He's been a musician for years. Okay. And you know, you're playing drums, you've got the amps, all of these things. So he always says, I you know, I'm losing my hearing. I can't hear. And he t- he speaks very loudly. His volume is always on high. So he's going to slipknot concerts too. That's that's what's going on here. Oh, that's what it is with Kevin, Kevin Wheeler. And he likes that concerts. heavy metal. Uh we did get a text to 314-436-7900 from a 615 area code. I believe that's Nashville. I think oh, 615 is, is now. I don't know. Is that? Oh, yeah. It might be. Tennessee, whatever. Um, can we just get an NBA team already? Great question. I would love for there mm. to be NBA here. That'd be great. Have I mean, I'm a ever, Bulls fan. I'm I mean, a, I know we used to have the old one. But yeah, I mean, the, has there the been, Spirit or, or whatever. Yeah, have there been, it's been a while. Has Spirit been, and then it was the Hawks. Was it the St. Louis Hawks? It was called the St. Louis Hawks. Yeah. Have we had in modern NBA discussions no. any modern nba discussions oh, about a team coming to like St. expansion Louis? no no i don't think so um i don't think we'll ever get one i think really? losing the nfl hurts a lot the fact that even though it wasn't the city's fault necessarily i think that would probably prevent other uh, like the league from looking at this as a viable market to expand although i'd love for there to be one here i i think the nba is so much fun I it really like it is a lot well. of fun. Well, it's interesting to me that I don't remember ever hearing discussions of the NBA coming back to I, St. Louis. I, I do remember it like 20, 25 okay. years ago. The, and I don't know if it was like a serious discussion. Um, and then I had also heard within the last five or so years, they're, they're, I don't know if I want to give the name because I'm not sure how, how accurate this was, mm-hmm. but I heard from somebody who knows this family and they were interested in exploring that idea of bringing a team here. Hmm. So, again, this was several years ago. I don't know how much stock I would put into it, but I do think that there might be some people interested in, in bringing a team to town. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much interest there would be from the league's perspective of expanding here. Maybe. Maybe there would be some. But I think the league is a lot of fun. It, it really is. And especially if you end up getting a superstar – there's there's not a whole lot in a city that's as exciting as having an NBA superstar in town. I feel now super dumb asking this question because I love I, I I've watched sports my entire life. I've never really watched the NBA probably because I'm such a St. Louisan, right? right. You watch the Rams, the Blues, the Cardinals. They would have to build a new arena. You can't. Can, no, you could do it in no. It would you work could play at it. Oh, absolutely. So you just have to make sure the schedules. Right. Oh, no, that's yeah. That's pretty much every. In fact, did <sighs> most NBA teams play? They uh, they share. Yes. Because the Islanders I, shared like with the Nets in Brooklyn. Right. They right. Have their right. New right. Arena, but it was kind of not ideal. Barclays was not great for hockey. Yeah. So, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I might be, Phoenix. 
for a while had their uh, hockey and basketball team in separate arenas, but I think they're in the same now. Yeah, but the vast I majority think. are in the same, yeah. Like but Boston. yeah, I mean, United Center, the Blackhawks, yeah. and the Bulls play there. Um, I, that's pretty much the case in in a lot of markets. So very easily, you just and and the league just staggers the schedule. They figure it out because mm-hmm. they know it's not viable for a lot of cities to have two arenas. Yeah two NBA slash NHL uh, sized arenas. It just isn't right. When we were at uh, the Bruins games, when the blues won the Stanley cup and you know, all of the Celtics banners that were, yeah, they play in the same TD garden. Right. Yeah. It was just overwhelming. I think I was thinking of a separate arena because I was recently in Indiana and obviously Indianapolis doesn't have an NHL team, but the whole Pacers complex, wherever they play, I don't know the name of that arena, but it was very cool. I've been there and I can't remember what it's called either. Um, that area. Indianapolis is a cool city. Indianapolis is what St. Louis should be. I totally agree it with you. It should be. Like, there's no reason why we can't be that. Just it's so vibrant with the bars and the stores. Like yep. I, I mentioned, you know, the Pacers, that little area was very cool where they play. And yeah, I was also in Houston. It was interesting they're all of their major sports teams, if I'm not mistaken, are like right there downtown. Like the baseball stadium was there. And who else they am might I missing? Be. I don't know. These arenas. Or maybe it's just the baseball stadium. It Houston was kind of an interesting city. Yeah. As far I, as that goes. You might be right on that. I don't know, because I've not I've not been to Houston. Um I mean, obviously Kansas City, mm-hmm. you've got the baseball and football stadium right next to each other. Uh, they share parking lots. So, I mean, every place is different, but as far as the the actual arenas go, it's super easy yeah, yeah. to have a hockey team and, and to have a, a basketball team. I, I don't know if that's ever going to be in the future for this city. I would like for it to. You're right about Indianapolis, though. I, I was there the first time I went was 1999, I think, mm-hmm. and it was okay. I felt at the time like St. Louis was better, and maybe I felt that way because I'm from here, mm-hmm. but it has gotten so much better. In fact, in fact, they hold the, the NFL Combine there every year. Yep. Everybody who goes to it and covers it and participates in it says it's the best. They love it. They love when the big event's there. They love when the Combine's there. It makes everything easy, but the NFL is some owners are trying to... Uh, move it around every year. But nobody wants it except for NFL owners. Right. No, I mean, Indianapolis is a great city. And we've talked about, you know, the money that's supposed to go to the convention center. If I'm planning my convention and I'm choosing not between St. Louis and every other city in the country, but I'm choosing between just St. Louis and Indianapolis. And I say this as someone who loves St. Louis. I'm choosing Indianapolis 10 times out of 10 times. It's just... There's no reason why we can't be that. But, I, I mean, we're getting all this money from the NFL. We got money from the COVID aid. And I don't have any confidence that that money is going to move us forward in any significant way. I really hope I'm wrong, though. I hope I'm wrong. Well, what a lot of cities in our, if you want to call it a greater region like this Midwest, especially a city the size of ours, one of the things we would have to do, and I know there's a lot of pushback on this, is we, there would have to be some kind of agreement, some kind of merger between the city, mm-hmm. the city proper, and the suburbs and the area. Like, that's 
all of these great cities, the cities that have improved, like yeah. Indianapolis, you know, Nashville, same sort of thing, the city and the county are together and all their resources are pooled. Instead of having all the resources taken out of the city and moving west and no investment in the city or, or, or not enough investment in the city proper, it'll never improve. Yeah, it'll I, never improve until we pool our resources. Well, never. What's interesting is because you do look at Nashville and you look how much it's grown and there was a merger uh, and it failed multiple times, but finally the city and the county of Nashville merged. But here's here's the deal. Nashville City was growing. It was growing so much that the merger needed to happen to help the city function. And so you had a county and a growing city merge. We would be merging for the opposite reason because the city's atrophy. I mean, we're losing City residents, they're moving west. Businesses are moving west. Yeah. So they're, they're ha- but here it, it is an opposite scenario. But I can promise you this if we don't do it, we're never going to be Nashville. I, I'll guarantee you right now. So, yeah. and I think Nashville, we can't set ourselves, we have to look at Indianapolis. We're not right. going to so be we Nashville. So we can't, we can't, we, but we can't be any of those cities or even anything close to it unless we're together on it. Because if we're not, then it's just going to be this, and we're going to have this argument forever and ever and ever. It, and we're just there, there. There is no other side to this. And even though everybody who lives in the St. Louis area knows the difference between St. Louis City and, say, you know, Fenton and St. Charles and Chesterfield, when we go out of town, wherever you go, where are you from? Everyone says St. Louis. When everyone else outside of this area thinks of St. Louis as one Lousy. group. Well, no, they do. Well, lousy, but also one group. They do. So when we're talking about the city, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We, you know, if you're in Chesterfield, if you're in Fenton, if you're in Arnold, if you're in even St. Charles, Wildwood, wherever you are, the city's fate is inextricably tied to yours. I, I forgot who said this, and I've used this line a lot, but I use it because I think it's it's great. And it's you can't be a suburb of nowhere. Yeah. So you have to have a strong, a strong downtown, a strong central city is the heartbeat of the entire region. And mm-hmm. if people look at your city as garbage and I and I I'm from here, so I love it because I'm from here. But I am able to recognize that not a lot of people outside of here think this place is cool. They just don't. They don't think it's good. They don't think it's fun. They don't think it's cool. They don't they don't even want to visit it. And there's so, so much that we do have to offer. So but but the only way to improve that perception and whether or not you think the perception matters, I'm telling you it does, because when people outside of your city think you have a good city, they want to potentially move there, potentially invest in it, potentially bring a business to it. As opposed to all of those things leaving it. Mm-hmm. So reputation nationwide to me matters. Globally, even. I mean, I've, told this story. I've told this story a million times, but I went to Israel a few years ago. This was the year that Iran launched missiles into Israel for the first time since the Yom Kippur War. And they asked where I was from. I went met with a group of people. And I said I was from St. Louis, and they said, "Oh my gosh, is like really dangerous yes. there." See, <laughs> this is like halfway that matters. across the world. It matters, yeah. And, and that's it. It bums me out because 
you can love this area, but recognize it needs a major kick in the butt. Yeah. And we need to collectively get together on this and help make it better. Or that's how people are always going to view this area. And it's ripe for and growth. And it's affordable. It is. And there's there's so much there's so much potential yeah. to make this a really tr- it, it's in a great spot in the country. Mm-hmm. You're right in the middle. And people when they travel have to come through here. Like why would you we should do everything yeah. we can and want to make it awesome here, which means some sacrificing too. It it means you know uh, doing some things that a lot of people are uncomfortable with, and I know people often who live outside the city don't want anything to do with investing in the city. Well, as long as that continues, downtown's going to continue to suffer, and that that's just the bottom line reality. Yeah. Well, going back to what you just said about the location being great right in the middle, this sounds derogatory, and we were joking that it because uh, because it is derogatory, but St. Louis. We're halfway to where you're going. We're halfway to wherever you're going. One, we can make that halfway point a heck of a spot to stop. And some people may just want to plant here. Correct. Because we joke that the state motto of Kansas is, welcome to Kansas, and the state motto is, have fun in Colorado. Right? That's funny. It's it's funny. Yeah. But there's a huge difference between St. Louis and the middle of freaking Kansas. It's a huge difference. And that's why when people, this is their half, we're halfway to wherever you're going, um, I, I think you've got the people who are going to be coming through here. We want the reputation can spread. That's anyway. what we should want. I don't know if there's the desire to do that on a larger. I think there are a lot of people who would want it. I just don't think there are enough who yeah. who want to make it happen. Amy Marks, Cores, Chris Ranji with you on KMOX. It is Sports Open Line, uh, Amy Marks, Coors, and Chris Ranji, and I almost knocked over the table. Uh, everything's okay. Okay. We don't have a baseball agreement yet, so that means the season's canceled. I have a question. That's not true. We don't know this. We don't know that. I'm just I, <laughs> breaking I'm not, news. Breaking news. Yeah. Uh, the baseball season's canceled. No, no that's fake not. news. Don't don't listen. That, to that. Is, no. Now that is actually fake news. Yes, yes. it is. That's correct. I have a question for you. Oh, this would be good for Matt too. So let's stop asking Matt questions because <laughs> every every time we do something bad happens. Okay, when I was younger, and we didn't have cable, especially when I was younger, and so you watched things that you would never pick on your own. There would be random like Emilio Estevez movies on you know Channel Eleven on a Saturday, right? Matt just said, "Who's Emilio oh, Estevez?" Yeah. Uh, and so you you would watch TV shows. Or uh, listen to music that you wouldn't have picked at the age of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Even when we had cable, you still watched what was on. Mm -hmm. So like TV land. We'd watch TV land. We'd watch old shows. I think with streaming, kids these days. Kids these days. I don't know about kids. Don't Don't ever say that phrase ever again. I know. They don't get any of the shows or music that their parents watched or their grandparents watched because they never had to watch it. I never wanted to watch Lawrence Welk, but when you're seven years old and you're staying at your grandma's house yeah. and it was Saturday night and grandma had Lawrence Welk on, you were watching Lawrence Dude, Welk. I had to watch Minnie Pearl and whatever that was, a hee-haw yeah. at my great-grandmother's house. So, Good Lord. The movie Aladdin, 1992 or 1, 1991, early 90s, Robin Williams plays the genie. And he sings this song, and he goes into all these impressions. 
of different people. As a nine-year-old, I understood every single one of those impressions because I was nine when it came out. So I guess it was 92. I understood every single one of those impressions. I knew who he was referring to except for one. I'm going to read you this list of impressions and tell me if any nine-year-old today would have any idea who he's impersonating. And you know the song I'm talking about where you ain't you ain't never had a friend like me, that one where the genie comes out of the lamp. Maybe. And I, look, I can't remember all oh the cartoons I watch. Okay. Walter Brennan. He was like an old Western, old-time guy. Yeah, I no want to talk like this. Mm-mm. Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Here's the one I didn't get as a nine-year-old. William F. Buckley. Oh, yeah. That's the... Uh, yeah, he founded the, the National Review. The yeah, the guy with the thing. Yes, William F. Buckley, the guy with yeah, the, the thing. Yeah, the guy who did the thing. Yeah, I know No nine-year-old's going to do that. Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Peter Laurie, the guy that said, uh, I wish my brother George would hear. Bugs Bunny would always do him. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Groucho Marx. Yes. Robert De Niro. Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. Yes. Rodney Dangerfield. Yes. And Jack Nicholson. Yeah. This, as a nine-year-old, I understood all of those impressions. There's no way. Well, a nine-year-old now wouldn't know those things. But do you think... But, like, if you're talking about... Uh, like a nine-year-old a, a, wouldn't know a reference to the seventies, no, which was as far away as some of these well, were, and or even further. I do agree that okay, it's nice to be able to watch whatever you want, whenever you want, mm-hmm. at any time. That is a cool thing, but I also kind of liked the idea of watching something just because it was on in front of you, like oh, you I were, love like, that you were idea. Bored. like you were bored, like you were bored. And you have the TV on, yeah. And somebody calls you. What are you doing? Like I don't know. I'm just watching this stupid thing on TV right now. Like, it, but it wasn't a thing that you watched on purpose. It was just there. There's none of that anymore. Like no. you don't. You don't. You, like everything you watch now, you do on purpose. Yeah, that's what I mean. An 11 year old would never happen upon Roadhouse at this point with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> no. But I did because it was on Channel 11 on Saturday at 2 p.m. Yeah. And and I guess you could do it now, but you have to seek it out. It and, doesn't just come on and then it stay, the TV stays wherever it and was. And more and more parents who are, say, in their 40s and have young kids, they've cut cable anyway. Yeah. So you're not flipping through the stations like used to. I mean, I used to watch all sorts of random things that, like, again, from Lawrence Welk to Roadhouse to whatever, because it was on and you had to watch what was on. This makes me think of how the NCAA tournament used to be just 20 years ago. Where they, you're watching CBS and they decide what games you're watching. Yes. You know, like you don't get to, well, I guess I can go to court TV or whatever it is and watch. Right. Um, I kind of liked that. I mean, it's good to be able to watch whatever you want, no, I liked but also, it too. yeah, it you show me what you, you think. Out of your yes. Bubble. Yes, I totally agree with that. Amy Marks, Cores, Chris Ranji. You want to do this again tomorrow? That sounds like, fun. I, I'm here. Okay. I should be here. Come hang out with me. <laughs> Thanks, Matt Pajeski. Eh, you can come back too. It's KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.